Freaks and geeks, drinkers, thinkers, ramblers and gamblers, stoners and pet owners, gather around. This is the Outsider Social Club, where us misfits, miscreants, outcasts get together and ramble, palaver, prattle, and get royally intoxicated while we do so. So without further ado, let's proceed. One for the party, baby, pop on the road, drumming, knock back a drink. Welcome back to the Outsider Social Club. I'm your master of ceremonies, drinks with Ron. I am joined by Troy, Joe Vegas, Ashy, and Yikes as we pick up right where we left off on Yeti Blanc episode 2.1. Yeti and Streeter have joined us. We're talking about Yeti's big suey win, and we're about to pick up with Hashi asking a question for the crew. So, Hashi, what is that question? So, I got a question for the group then. What was your shortest relationship? Because five weeks, I mean, that's that's decent, but also in like middle school, early high school, that's kind of a long time, right? May th- it ended May thirteenth, nineteen ninety four, Friday, <laughs> Friday May. It was Friday the thirteenth, so I can just go do the math, you know. Two fourteen p.m. <laughs> close. Don't we have a yes and no episode where you talked about this specifically? Huh? There's like a yes, maybe a back on a yes. I, yeah, no. I think so. I think so. Ash, I have a question. Did it have to be established as a relationship? It can't be like hanging out. It had to yeah. be like we're starting this relationship. We're going together. They're gotcha. boyfriend, girlfriend. No situationships. So uh, I had a two week one as like a thirty year old. It was super weird and it was like way <laughs> big roller coaster. It started out as oh we're together and then two weeks later we never spoke again. Literally, I was thirty nine uh, years old. <laughs> For me, it was a uh, sixth grade. We started dating on the last period of Friday. It was like seventh period or whatever. It was like the, the, it was about to end. The bell was about to ring. I went and I asked her out. She said yes. We were dating. Second period on Mon. We didn't talk all weekend. Second period on Monday, she dumped me. Oh. Uh, so we were together like in like like for I don't know like forty five minutes. Like if you, if you eliminate. <laughs> You eliminate the fucking uh, weekend, you know. <laughs> that was a good weekend, though. What if you had been sick? Oh, I was I was on cloud nine. What if you had, if you had been sick that day? Would it have lasted a day longer? <laughs> yeah, uh, probably, you would have got the sympathy. She wouldn't have been able to break school. up with you. That's why you should have skipped school. Mine was uh, two uh, uh, like two and a half weeks, three weeks. I think we we can call it rounded up to three weeks. And I was I was I was twenty seven. Um, it, uh, I thought things were awesome. And then when we actually got together, I was like, oh, this is, she's a different person than I thought. And so, yeah, but at least you recognize that. Yeah. Yeah. But my wife was the Quickly next enough. person that I asked out. So, you know, <laughs> hey. and that did okay. So far, so good. Hang in there. I don't know. I don't have a, I don't have a time, a length of time. I just remember, uh, it, it was, would have been not long after we got back into school right until right after homecoming. So I was like, Oh, I get Six it. Six weeks or so. Something yeah. like that. If that, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I you was only good for flowers. Yeah. <laughs> Monday. Like, well, you got to wait for this time to, yeah, she tried it again with prom, but I didn't fall for that one. Yep. Your corsage <laughs> wasn't good enough. Apparently. Yeah. Like, uh, I got as far as measuring for a tux and I was like, wait a minute. Uh, I know how this works. Troy, mis- what about you? Or oh, Andrew? So, uh, I was on a bus for an afternoon one time um, in about <laughs> sixth grade. And uh, it was all via, you know, third person. 
Hey, do you want to oh. go out with her? Well, yeah. She wants to go out with you. Okay, super. Then she got off the bus and broke up with me. So <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, it was like 24 <laughs> minutes. Maybe 20 minutes. Well, she has me beat. <laughs> yeah. Andrew. Mine was almost two weeks. She uh, asked me out on AIM. Oh. And, um, she dumped me on AIM as well. Yeah. Um, and we talked maybe in person like three times. Do, do like, I know this person? No, you oh, don't. Okay. Went to Ledford. That's where I went. You didn't go to my school. No, but I played she soccer. Goes to school, man. You don't know her. She goes yeah. to different from Canada. She goes to a different school. <laughs> yeah, she's in Canada. You played, can't exactly. we played soccer against Ledford and we beat you guys. That's every time. funny, man. I, you keep bringing that up so much. <laughs> yeah. Ledford, more like Ledfoot, right? Sorry, sorry. You know what's funny is actually I was, uh, Ron, that was can you kick him out for that. No, listen, <laughs> they would. You've been, been muted. muted. Listen, I got him. They called. They did call us that. They called us Ledford. They called us Leadfoot. Um, oh wow! There were an abnormal amount of kids when I was there that died in uh, speed-related accidents. Oh, jeez. That was a dark probably related yeah. to Sheriff Gerald Hagee's uh, sheriffing. His pink jail with the His with pink. the teddy bears. That's I encourage you all to go look up the legend of Sheriff Gerald Hagee of Davidson County, North Carolina. They wow. they did like massive news pieces on him, like like touting him to be this like kind of Western hero, and then he like went down for drug trafficking, right? Something like that. Yep, basically. That tracks <laughs> the dirty cop. Yeah, sounds like a Western hero. Yeah. You know, the fun thing about living in the West is dirty cops um, don't exist, and people drown in canals all the time with their cars. <laughs> oh, wait, those two hold things on. are related. <laughs> yeah, because because they they have those giant like um yeah because it's just their drainage systems are that way. Absolutely, yeah. We've got you know the whole town is every bit of water is going to a field somewhere, and uh, they're twenty five thirty feet wide and. 15 to 20 feet deep and mm. you go in there and you're gone. That was one of the bigger learning curves about living in Utah was the the curbs. Holy crap. You destroy your car doors <laughs> because whenever you park at, at least in salt Lake, all of the, you've got your flat road and then there's this just giant, giant dip. So the, when it does rain three times a year, all the water has a place to actually run off and go. And like, so you've got this, your, your car's right here. A giant dip, and then the curb right here. So your 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 door just has nowhere to go, but slam right into the edge of the curb, and it's the worst. And that was that 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 was a big adjustment to have to make, especially being someone who is not light. Um, and <laughs> you get in the car and you can't close the door because it's stuck against the curb. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go, oh, I got to stand up again and open open, open or pull your door closed a little bit and squeeze back down into into the seat and yeah hated that so bad misery index 12.2 <laughs> andrew is this better than what you'd be arguing about on spaces right now <laughs> i need to hey, know how late how late was i do i get a question for these guys go for it um out i'm of all in charge the, damn it <laughs> all the songs you guys have done right for the show what is your favorite, or hell, give us a top five with OLIs. And to provide a little bit of context here, both Yeti and Andrew make music and sounders for the Dan Levitard Show, a highly rated sports podcast that you can find anywhere podcasts are available. 
Their sounds are all over this show, and they are fantastic. Uh, and I want to thank you. Every time I walk outside and feel the Vegas heat, I just say to myself, we're all going to die. <laughs> over and over and over. Also, I had a six-hour stretch over the weekend with the G-R-E-G-C-O-T-E, that one, in my head. So, well done. Thank you. Thank you. Andrew, you go ahead. You, you're the ranking uh, SUI Award winner here. What? Since when? You just won it. Yeah, but you've, you, you've, the you have... Jim, he's being okay. gracious and humble. And in I, his you guys, do you guys fight about that? Are you mad at Yeti now that he just won? And didn't you win last year? I haven't I've given him a chance. I won yeah. twice, and no, I'm relieved that he won so that he can shut just, up. Yeah, so I can shut up. <laughs> you can, like, relax now. Well. Wait, that's your first win? Yeah. That can't yeah. be right. Yeah. Wow. No, like, like eight-time nominee or something like that. But Finally, you know, summited the mountain, and now <laughs> – I keep waiting for like the 2 a.m. text when when it wears off and he's like, it's not a- <laughs> my life is still garbage. I hate everything. I am not enough. <laughs> exactly. No, back on I the think, bus. Okay. Honestly, since being um, tapped by Billy Corbin, look at me, Louie. Check me out, Charlie. Do uh, Because Miami songs. All, like, all those, those, in there. those have been like all of my yeah, baby. All of my favorite songs have been probably like the because Miami songs. My favorite one is definitely the the Johnny Truiz uh, one that made all the Canes fans mad. <laughs> I like wet, let my weebles go. That's been my favorite one out of all of your uh, <laughs> because it's so ridiculous. <laughs> he he built yeah Corbs. Corbs said that was his favorite one. Douchebag, jerker, irredeemable jerk. The guy who repl- who refers to Billy Corbin as Corbs. <laughs> All right. When I talk to uh, when I talk to my uh, girlfriend, I'm like, "Hey, Emmy Award winning uh, Billy Corbin just called me and asked me uh, to do another song." And, I hope uh, she hung up the phone immediately. Yes, every time. <laughs> you know I don't care about any of that, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> I know. That's why you're the one. No, so um, now, Joe, are you asking out of all the show songs that have been done, or the ones that we have done, which ones are our favorite? Like, like the ones that I've done, which ones are my are my favorite? Uh, up to you guys. You know, if you have okay. five favorites, if you have your own personal favorite, whether it was collaboration or just one that you did, um, I Streeter, you did all those because Miami songs. Those yep. are those are awesome. Like those are so good. Thanks, man. Uh, but like if you guys say i'm just curious you know what uh i i like to get your i don't i don't understand music right and i remember when uh when the whatever came out the musical came out from the show i i listened to you guys because you guys broke down every song and what it was modeled after and i really enjoyed that just because i didn't i knew it sounded like something but i didn't know what type of thing so i'm curious you know which which ones mean a lot to you guys that you guys have done so for the last three years, if I may, Yeti, since so Yeti is like the you know he's the godfather of of uh, you know this era of of show music because he started everything off with a fine song. He was so bold enough, and that's why he's you know, working with the Cody's now. He just inserted himself into their lives <laughs> and yeah. was like, you know, yeah, baby, <laughs> like yo, can I submit this for? Content? I bet they're happy though. I bet they're pretty happy with that choice. They're pretty thrilled, but also, you know, at the same time, you know, the show, 
was struggling for content because everything was on pause during COVID. And I told, you know, and Yeti had been sitting on the fine song for forever. Years. Yeah. Two, yeah, multiple years, like two years prior, he was like, is this good? And I'm like, yeah, I think it's great. And he was hesitant to, to get someone's email address and send it in. And he finally did. And it, well, no, and I we... had the email address. I just, I'd never oh. finished recording it. <laughs> so he finally finished. And I was like, dude, you got to finish it. Because of course, you know, they're, they need content. And then seeing it, seeing how easy it was for him, he was gracious enough to give me the same avenue. And I, I was able to work with him on the, the, um, uh, show pole reader the uh what's the harvey danger song which i really loved doing i still that's probably one of my favorite ones yeah, honest that was so good and but basically you know every time almost every time we do a song we're like messaging each other we're texting each other and we're like oh this is the idea this is what we're got going on what do you think of this if if for nothing else just to make sure that we don't have the same idea at the same time and steal it from the other person <laughs> right yeah, <laughs> just no, to that's stake our claim i've got this yeah. one Another one of my actually very favorite ones that played on the main show was after um, Paul George went down. They went 2-2. They're in the bubble, I think is what it was. They were tied 2-2 with the Mavericks with Luca on one leg and Paul George like really sucked it up really bad. And that same night, the night that that happened, they were going to go on there the next day. Yeti messages me and he's like, pandemic P, but it's come on Eileen. And I'm like, done. And, and literally, he had it done that fast. He had it done in like thirty minutes before I could come up with opened, one line. And they opened the show with it the next day. Damn, it was so fun. That's like that's the kind of stuff that I'm just like, you know, it's great. But I always think of him and I. I don't know which one which is, but you know, we're the Lennon and McCartney of stupid niche Levitar <laughs> show songs. <laughs> my, my friend, my friend uh, Matthew, who played the uh, guitar solo on Morning Man, he. Uh, he referred to he, he said you're the Burt Bacharach of of Miami um sports themed <laughs> niche songs or whatever. Absolutely. <laughs> like, All right, I'll take it. Take it, man. I'll take it. It's I'm so funny. Um, it's so funny because like if you'd have told uh, there's no way in the universe you could have told like 15, 16 year old me that was hanging out with you know uh my Paul Radke here in, uh, <laughs> that like in 23 years, we will be <laughs> doing stuff. middling stars of a yeah, small, we'll small like, podcast. We'll world. have crappy. We will have a crappy celebrity. The likes that neither of us will have thought. I'll of. be working for a ginger, and you'll be working for an angry Miamian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I, the the one that that keeps me laughing the most is uh. Like it's fine. I did. Got to be fat angel, right? It's tell me it's fat. Well, angel. I was going to say it's Dan is fat. Um, okay, that, fat but, angel. But, but that's yeah. because that is a word for word. Like I took that entire Beck's uh, where it's yeah. at, and I went word for word, play on words on every everything in that whole song. Like that. Yeah. That's the most in depth one that I've done. That was spot on. Um, I think. I mean, even the, all the little drops in the background, like uh, um. I get the microphone as, you know, give me a Toblerone or, and, uh, um, or take me home to with a Toblerone time for a drumstick break, you know? And, uh, and then there, there's one where like the, Oh, there's, there, there's like samples of a lady talking in the background. I'm like, 
And like he's talking about large zeppelins or something like you know like like I like or they said Led Zeppelin, so I just turned that to large zeppelins like but like the entire thing. And but yeah, let's bake a pie, baby. That was the the line that I was like, I've got to do something with this with 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 that song. Um, but no, still, the I line still. I know this one tickles Andrew the most on Fat Angel when I'm like, you know, ate all, all the honey buns, buns in the gas, gas station, station gave the whole chunky nation sugar sugar salvation. <laughs> Ate all the honey buns in the gas station, the whole chunky nation, sugar salvation. And, uh, um, but, but yeah, like, so that one it wasn't me. Yeah. So, so those, those two really stand out, um, as far as the parody. So I, I separate the originals from the parodies on, on my rankings too, though. Um, I will never, I don't think I'll ever write a song better than Pebble Drive. And I'm beyond comfortable with that. Mindset. Not if with I, that attitude, you won't. <laughs> look, if I do, great, awesome. But like, I am probably prouder than that in that song than I should be. But uh, that I don't care. Great. Like that, that, like, like I just that 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 song was just kind of divine providence. I think. I mean, a lot of that stuff just just the way it came to me, and the fact that I felt I I just feel really proud that I was able to capture Greg's life story, um, and I feel like captured it pretty well as well as you can in a you know three and a half four minute song um and i've fulfilled a dream that my, my brother sent me a text message that i'd sent him a few years prior and i was like i really want to write a song with um uh, uh with sax or with a sax solo and 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 bells <laughs> and I forgot that I had sent that, and that that song opens with a with tubular bells, and then I worked in the Springsteen style sax solo. Um, that so that one is that's I mean that's my favorite song I've ever written. Um, Morning Man's great, but as far as the parodies, because there are more of those, yeah, it, it's it's probably going to be. I don't know that I can rank them in order right off the top of my head, but but Fat Angel, um, Dan uh, or Dan is fat, um. The uh, fine song, you'd think that would be the first because that's the one that started it. But no, it. it uh, um, then back in my day, probably, which never made it on the Levitard show, but they played on the Greg Cody show. It's the first episode of of 2021, and I'm pretty sure that helped Chris know my legitimacy when I um, when I reached out about producing for them. Um, cause Greg was like, well, is this a joke or whatever? And Chris is like, no, I think he might be for real. Let's talk to him. And, but like he, 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 he buoyed me in that. Cause I was, I was in a weird place that, that, that time of year. And, um, oh yeah, because we had, we had just done the long version of the stat of the day. I was doing back in my day at the same time. And that's the, it's the parody of Frank Sinatra's my way. And, um, and, and Chris was like, Andrew Streeter might have the have the sueys, but man, Yeti's got some bangers, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I needed to hear that right now because we were just we worked so hard on that long version of Stat of the Day for it for it to get mostly cut. And uh that that was that that was hard. Not my and, part. Not yeah, my no, part. Your part. part. I'm in it for Stat of the Day one time. But uh, <laughs> um uh the um and then maybe it's it's kind of a toss up between Greg Cody Tuesday and Greg Cody night. Um, <laughs> as far as the parodies are concerned as in this moment right now. Um, but I will tell you, uh, they're, they're my, out of the, all the songs that never got played. 
Uh, there, I've got one on my sandwich called Grief Eater. I love that one. It's it's taking on Nelly Furtado's um, uh, Man Eater, and um, hubba, hubba. I the, I turned some phrase in that song, and I'm very happy with the turns of phrase that I worked in, um, in, in that song. Um, and then so yeah, out of the ones that didn't get played, Grief Eater, uh, the Lorenzone, love 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 that one. I took uh, Marilyn Manson's The Dope Show, and I made a, a I made a theme song for Lorenzo. Um, but but I did I did do my own original spin on that. I took um, I made a pastiche of the Twilight Zone music. Lorenzo loves the Twilight Zone, loves Rod Serling, and and I, I did a pastiche, a pastiche of the music and the intro to that um, that show, and meshed it in with and blended that into the uh, uh, to the Marilyn Manson parody. I just um, want to say before Greg keeps jumping down the rabbit hole of B sides. <laughs> yeah i do have um, andrew has less b-sides because his were higher quality and got played more <laughs> um yeah um i think okay honestly i think that like the proudest that i am of stuff that i've gotten played on the show up in the show sounders that i've made because those are like those get played the most those have those, the most yeah. legacy so look at me louis very proud of that obviously and chris whittingham is a fancy lad yeah the short and the long version but um because to me that was like the real like final challenge i'm like to, to like feel like i was like actually like part of like the universe in some way right where it's like you know you can get a song played on the show that's awesome you know early on especially when they're you know espn radio and they had like right that was that felt awesome and it still does feel awesome anytime anything comes on and now you know well, and fancy lads made it on cnn at least the references to it and mls Dude. I know <laughs> it took on a life of its own that I never thought was like even possible. So like that, that is like probably the coolest thing to me is as a longtime show fan, hearing them use those things that I made for them, uh, like with fair regularity, at least for a time. But I don't think look at me, Louis is going away anytime soon. People were no. talking about sick of it, but now it's like, well, Adnan's it, friend, Cabby, who was on cinephile this week, talked about, he's like, I love look at me, Louis. And, 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 and they almost gave me the credit for that one. And, 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 uh, and and he said, he thought it was Mike Ryan. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Once again, the the, the conspiracy that Andrew is Mike Ryan. (laughs) I think Uh, the beauty, the beauty of the look at me, Louie thing as a, as a fan of the show is that you can tell that when they're talking about things that involve their lives whatsoever, they're like looking over their, their shoulder, waiting for somebody to hit that. Yep. And that's added a great element. Like people have to be like, this is not a look at me, Louie. Like it's changed the lingo of the show. Except like for Amin, who, who will set it up on purpose. I think Correct. it happened today. Someone said, this it is did. not a look at me, Louie. That then... was Dan, I think. Dan. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah totally. That's funny that you said that, man. I appreciate that because I haven't even thought of it that way. Where there, it's yeah, and now it's you mentioned integrated that much. It does seem like everyone. It's like the crown. It's like the the uh, the cone of shame that no one wants to get with. You know, <laughs> but more importantly, I, can we get more Jessica and Lucy talking, and less Dan and less Dugats and less Samson? Can we can we make the show go that direction? You guys got any influence on that? <laughs> Your influence on that? I actually Listen, actually made it. I made a look at me Lucy sound that I sent in that they haven't used, but um, yeah, you know it's funny. I no, don't get me started on David Sampson. I wouldn't. I don't. Um, 
I don't think you guys want to be here well, for that. Be, be, Let's get you started on other people. Be, before before we turn down that rabbit hole, um, or to divert us from it, um, the uh, there was one song that never got played. That in honor of this week's of, of this Monday Night Football, I'm going to just turn this up just a little bit, and. Uh, Dancing on the Lambo stage It's not a dream, you are his hero Wish he was your lover Watch your highlights until dawn Hold you in his hairy arms now You are everything Tonight is not another When football seems to cause you pain His love will help you win another Shout out to Aaron Rodgers and his blown Achilles. <laughs> oh. Wait, wrong button. Rick Pitino no, left <laughs> no, the first button was right. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So that one never got played either, but like I, I was really happy with not the, the the quality on that one's bad, but the um uh like I, I, I will laugh often at uh at the thought of holding you in his hair of Dan holding Aaron Rodgers in his hairy arms. <laughs> yeah. Good. It's good stuff. Uh, so yeah, poor Sophie. Are, Party Gronk anthem would probably be the uh, the the number five out of the ones that never got played, and right, I'm glad it never got played. <laughs> that one. <laughs> Andrew one night it was like what two in the morning, <laughs> which is I'm like it's just... pretty usual. It's usual. Yet he doesn't sleep. You guys, he doesn't sleep. <laughs> And and all of a sudden there's this, hey here's a song that says boobies 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 sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Amin. It's well it's it's oh. it's, it's party <laughs> it's party gronk anthem it's party rock, rock anthem but from the perspective of Rob Gronkowski. <sighs> yeah, who really is just the physical embodiment of party rock anthem, right? The- True. Manifest in Checks human out. form. True, true, true. Oh. So what else you got? You like sandwiches, huh? <laughs> well, I <laughs> no actually do. Yet. The Yoohoo count is low. I actually do have a thing. Uh Yeti, you are a returning guest, and the last time we asked you about the origin of the name Yeti Blanc. So this time we're gonna ask you about things that uh share the name. Like uh, the Yeti. The origin of Andrew Streeter's name. Sorry. <laughs> Go wrong. Yeah, still trying to figure that out still. <laughs> oh, that's a dog. That's a dog. That's, all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, the Yeti is a large, hairy, unverified creature that, according to legend, lives in and around the Himalayas. Are you ready for some Yeti trivia? Go for it. Some people, incorrectly, use Bigfoot and Yeti interchangeably. But according to the almighty Google, which of the two is taller? Uh, I, well, I mean, I would imagine Sasquatch, uh, Cousin Sasquatch is taller than me. But I think uh, as a whole, it's uh, that the Yeti are taller than, the, than Bigfoot. Well, according to Google... It's the Bigfoot. Ah. I don't know how they know this since, you know, who's measuring from my these family fictitious characters. Stardom. 
Yeah. Any reference to height there at all? Like um, ten f- at- Bigfoot was supposed to be in the ten foot range, um, and apparently the Yeti is more. Why is, uh, I call BS. Why isn't he big ten foot then? Couldn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get Michigan. the marketing done. Yeah. He's 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 on his spaces now. He's finally made it. He doesn't have the reach. Same the deal. <laughs> uh, so, number two, uh, okay, true or false? Right. Uh, the Nepalese government has restrictions in place against hunting Yeti. Uh, true or false? Um, that would be true, and that's because uh, Great Uncle Yeti um, was on the city council of, um, or the Nepalese country council um, in their governing body. I'm really bad at this. And he... <laughs> Used his sway and influence to uh, to make sure that no one would ever hunt our kind again. Well, according to the Google, the, you are correct. That is true. Yes. You cannot hunt a yeti except in an emergency arising out of self-defense. It's um, <laughs> like shooting grizzlies. Say, it's coming right for us, and then you can yeah. yeah. Oh, so they have a st- nice to hear Nepal has a stand your ground law, I guess. Right, against the Yeti, because, you know, it'd just be unreasonable if you couldn't, you know, Yetis would be going crazy. Well, then Sherpas just, are so tiny, they got to shoot them down. I mean, once they knew they couldn't be prosecuted. <laughs> that just count be... as hunting them, though? I mean, you're shooting yeah, it. Yeah, that'd self be self defense. It's less about hunting. Yeah. 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 So just like, well, you know, I might as Sounds well. Sounds like they're it just now. wanting an excuse to it. Uh, you, you, you have to make sure the Yeti know you can't just. Go and attack people. They they're allowed to shoot back. So the only country where it's uh, you know legal to you know to to find a way to 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 legal. Never mind. I'm not going to go down that. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, yeah. Hit me. Mute me. Go ahead. <laughs> Troy. You've been muted. Yeah. All right. You had that one coming. Okay. Number three, as stated earlier, the Yeti slash Bigfoot are not the same thing. So don't use them interchangeably. But what is another delightful nickname commonly used for the Yeti? Hmm. Is it Sasquatch? No, that would be Nosferatu. Is it Bigfoot? Watch Ferratu. Undercats. Mitt Romney. Albino Sasquatch. I don't know. Did somebody say Mitt Romney? (laughs) That's that's a future callback for tomorrow's trivia. Okay. Did I hear that right? No? Oh, yeah. No, you're yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. Just making sure. But according to the almighty Google, uh, it is the abominable snowman. Oh, yeah. Bubbles bounce. Yeah. Which brings me to the year without a Santa Claus. Getty once once made a a proto-meme, a proto-meme years ago. Of uh, Dave Grohl looking like what he said was the abominable Grohl man. <laughs> yeah, it's on Reddit somewhere. But yeah, you nice. can look up on Reddit like Dave Grohl abominable snowman, and like he looks like the the, the abominable snowman. Or there are several pictures where he looks like the abominable snowman from Rudolph. The Yeti Grohl. That's pretty. That's pretty cool. The, uh, Taylor Hawkins drum tech is actually goes by the name Yeti. I found out. Oh, before wow. Taylor passed away. Uh, I saw some video and they were talking about Yeti and I was like, there's a Yeti in Foo Fighters? Wow. <laughs> this is drum tech. Well, we'll wrap up the Yeti trivia, shifting gears from uh, an unverifiable cryptid to a wonderful beverage-related product, the Yeti cooler. How long can ice last in a Yeti cooler? 
Um, let me. They they haven't sponsored me, so I uh, although ha- don't. <laughs> so, I've tried. God, uh, um, but <laughs> they're um, short sighted. They uh, let's see. But so uh, I think it's um because I think they stay hot for twenty four and cold for three days. According to the Google, seven days. Seven yeah, days. Troy was trying that. to help, but I was I was choosing not to cheat. And well done. You know what? For that, Troy, Troy that just makes you to... the winner. I mean, <laughs> honestly, Troy just the... tried to get a three uh, a free like cup out of you, <laughs> like a yeti cup. Like, he is not. <laughs> just saying. <clears throat> I'm trying to figure out if Troy owns yet more Yeti Blanc merchandise or Chris from Finger Lakes does. I think it's between the two. I think they're they're the most. I think it's Chris. Yeah, I think, I think we've had this conversation, and and he's kind of bowed off the uh, the Twitter machine. I don't. He's not in my algorithm much anymore. So uh, he's there. He, I blame like, Elmo. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. He, yeah this um, is just uh, Twitter, just burying feeds. So I said I had to add you guys to a list because I didn't see anything from you. He bought like four or five things on his uh, on his very first purchase, and I was like, "Dang, all right, cool, I'll take it." Thank you. What a nice shop. Dot uh, you I bought that from the Greg shop. Show.com, which also does help me. I do get a yep. bet. Oh, we are all nice. taking Greg Cody stickers to New Orleans for the parade. Hey Andrew, yeah. what are you doing on November seventh? Want to be in a parade in New Orleans? Because we got one going on. You have a parade? They're doing a yep. second line parade. What? Yeah. Wow. Bring your trumpets. And now, a half-assed podcast exclusive. Trumpet Corner. Yeehaw! How about that? I have one. He would. If you go, I will, I will simply point at you the whole time and say, this is Andrew Streeter. Get to know him. <laughs> and that, no, that, what happened, that's what happened at Moss the whole time, and I enjoyed it. I'll episode. do it again. I'll do it again. <laughs> that also means that this was a... Uh... You brings lots of parades facts, and that's what I appreciate so much is parade facts. I get too much mileage out of that. That's incredible. That's incredible. You get to play that at all. <laughs> right? Oh, listen oh, to the podcast, yeah. my friend. Right. Oh, I was so going to say, Sanders. you could be on this a few times. You might uh, you might feel differently. So do you <laughs> have some packs for us? Not at the ready. Not at the ready. Uh, yes, I've used most of my Yeti. ones. Yeah. Not, not at the Yeti. Yeti. Help me off the yeah. pass. Not at the Yeti. Not at the Yeti. This whole time, I thought Troy wasn't even using notes. <laughs> Yes, they're not. Evernotes. But they're all boring parade facts, like the number of, number of roses in the Rose Bowl parade, the number of miles in, you know, how many parades there are every year. How many so trombones? Facts aren't supposed to be yeah, exciting. They're facts. You know? yeah, I have a parade fact. Parade, Troy. I have a parade fact, guys. Oh, well, hell yeah. You want the, it, you know, hang on. You brings a lots of parades facts, and that's what I appreciate so much is parade facts. <laughs> Journey with me back to Thomasville, North Carolina in November of 1999, where young Andrew Streeter, left tackle for the Hasty Wildcats, is riding on the parade float, which is really just Coach Jerry's car uh, hooked, <laughs> up, hooked up haphazardly to uh, some sort of trailer. Somehow he has a hitch. Anyway, we're wobbling back there, waving to people. I stand up to throw some candy at my mother. And I fall off the float. I dislocate <laughs> my shoulder. 
Well, Rob, that, that, that was more of a sound of a parade story because that was more of a parade story. That's even more. It's a fact because it happened. <laughs> and also, uh, yeah, it was even more embarrassing because we were the float said that we were the county runner-ups because we lost. In the- <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, starting uh, left tackle for the county Davidson County runner-ups. Watch him fall under the cement and watch hurt him himself. Run of everyone. Gather around, kids. This located show. There, did they have the did they have the whole team in the back of the like Yes, the we sure did. The we whole sure team. Did. Yeah. Okay. We're getting into the facts now, right? The throwing whole team salt, is we in were the back throwing, of the pickup. And we were throwing really crappy saltwater taffy to the crowd. Oh. Is that an eight man football team? No. Okay. <laughs> no, there we probably had we had a couple kids playing both ways. We probably had like 35, 40 players. How Damn. impressive. Damn, that's a big pickup. Well, Damn. it wasn't all, there was a you know, it was a trailer. So it was a hey trailer man. Come on, give the program. Right. Dude, yeah. this is rural North Carolina. We were going like, like five miles an hour too. Like it wasn't like <laughs> slow motion train wreck off onto the yeah, you're you're required to have a hay trailer in your yard in that part of North Carolina. Like it's mm-hmm. actually by the county, yeah. you, you, you have to, to get a permit to not have one. And if you don't have a number three sticker on it, then you know, I mean, then you're asking. Well, and if you have a 24 sticker on it, you're gonna get <laughs> praise yeah. hell. Praise there was hell, no one yeah. more offensive in North Carolina in the 90s than Jeff Gordon. Like, <laughs> I don't even follow NASCAR, but I know that. Like, I haven't, I still to this day have not heard more homophobic slurs about <laughs> any human being in the world than Gordon. about did Jeff, Jeff Gordon. Gordon? Dude, yeah, yeah. They yeah, they the made it to Wisconsin. For some reason, they had a problem with him out here too. I don't know. Oh, and, and and reason, line, one, so... one, a low key favorite Bobby Hill line is, "I like Jeff Gordon. He's handsome." It's amazing. I've I've never heard a single one of those jokes. Oh, I have like, not either. Like well, they I, weren't I'm jokes. Amazed. They were just straight up. And just the just fact straight, was, yeah. he's, he was a California boy trying to play NASCAR, you know? Oh. It's just, and he yeah. won a lot. He just didn't have an accent. Fun. And we're, and, and yeah, and everyone at home was just a bunch of ignorant people. And he, I mean, he wasn't Earnhardt, really. That was really a big thing. He's just, yeah, that was his crime. He wasn't, right there. He wasn't Dale, and he wasn't, he wasn't a Petty, and he wasn't Bobby Labonte. Yep. And, and, uh, <laughs> he wouldn't cut the mullet. It was he old. He Dick wasn't Dick Trickle. <laughs> yeah, who no, was? No, no, we though, said that to be fair, who was Dick Trickle? Dick Trickle. He weren't Dick Trickle. But yeah, no, the uh, um, we would have jokes uh, that we were in, in my band uh, where we wouldn't count to three. It was we count to one, <laughs> two, Earnhardt. <laughs> like we'd be counting off for like. Like we, we we had a song. The first song I ever wrote is actually called the country song, and uh, and it was we started the song off with one, two, a one, two, Earnhardt four, and uh, the Earnhardt really threw off the rhythm a little bit because it just it, it adds that extra little. There. Yes, right, right. Yeah. But but you had to you have to respect it, man. Well, at least you weren't one of those bands counting off to forty three for Petty. I mean, that was, <laughs> uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, wait for it. We're getting there. But our, uh, our our bass player lived right beside Dale Jarrett when we first started uh, writing. So I mean, like it's inescapable. Even if you weren't a NASCAR fan, you just kind of by osmosis knew, knew at least yeah. a rud- had a rudimentary knowledge. My mom worked with Bobby Labonte's wife, and I would bag the Labonte's groceries. Both <laughs> of them, like you know, it was just you know, 
I thought it was a very regional sport and it pretty much is, but yeah. I remember hearing that there's like, you know, NASCAR races in California and Vegas. I'm like, what do they care about this for? Well, see, there's extra <laughs> the hate money. for that because it was when NASCAR expanded that a lot of the North Carolina tracks were, were either shut down or, or, or weren't used uh. for the main races anymore. Like Rockingham uh, wasn't used as much. Uh, the Wilkesboro track shut down for decades until they did the all-star race there this last year. And, um, and that was so that carried extra animosity because you know NASCAR got bigger, it expanded, and that meant that some of the North Carolina the, the legacy tracks were no longer being used. Um, and so that that's that, there's so much interesting history there. Troy Dirt Track Date by Southern Culture on the Skids is my favorite <laughs> go kart dirt track racing song ever. If you don't know that one, you <laughs> should go look group. it up. Yeah. Aren't they a North, are they a North Carolina group? They're from that part of the oh, part of the world anyway. Them up yeah. because little they, they got a lot little of Debbie. radio play. Yeah, fried chicken and gasoline, also a banger. Oh, camel walk, camel That's walk, the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you got you your RC cola. They are from Chapel Hill. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. No so way. I thought, I thought they were North Carolina. There's so many sneaky good musicians from North Carolina and bands like, well, even like indie bands like from the Chapel Hill. <laughs> yeah, the the it's interesting the Chapel Hill scene in the '90s and the Athens scene in the late Athens, 80s yeah. early 90s like they were they're very much sister cities in that regard and like so much cool like indie music Funny, came from that era rem rem would come up they made their first like three records in north carolina oh they did oh yeah mm-hmm. they would look it up and also <laughs> there was the entire like the whole 90s early 2000s and still going on but the era of merge records merges out of what uh Durham, Chapel, well, Chapel Hill. Yeah. yeah and then there was the elephant six which i think there's a documentary coming out about the elephant six but that was an athens thing right yeah i don't but know they're like that whole area had like a bunch of indie rock going on like going mm-hmm. off the charts yeah where did rem record those i, I didn't know that just give they me all a... met in athens i'll filibuster and say that uh, oh. night swimming is the single greatest rem song ever written it deserves a quiet night. Andrew, where was it they recorded? I know it was in North Carolina. I was just oh, looking at it. I, was, looking I, went down, I went down a rabbit hole. Oh, well, Blind Melon's first album, they they wrote most of those songs in in Cary, just outside of Raleigh. Um because their drummer's grandma had a house, it was from there and they were weren't getting anywhere in LA where they all met up and formed the band. But like I mean a lot of those and that that's quintessential early 90s rock record to me right. is uh, one of the saddest tracks ever written is on that blind melon song blind melon debut album what 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 do no you know rain think? it was called oh you said one of the saddest tracks yeah <laughs> i still think that that song it's underrated because it became so popular yeah but um yeah, uh, a lot of people think it's too overplayed and they just don't even want to ever hear it again right but like it's, it's great it's lyrics. The, the, the guitar work on that is so solid and uh that's it, 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 no, I, I, Ooh, but, but, cat sighting. But their, oh, se- but their second album, one. Soup, Soup is my favorite by theirs, easily. Um, right. The artistic leap they made that. And they, they recorded most of that in New Orleans at a house down there. So well, I'll, I'll go by and look at it after the parade in November. Say, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You say cat sighting? Like sands through the hourglass. These are all my cats. <laughs> All My Cats, sponsored by Pretty Kitty Kitty Litter, because references. <laughs> too Got much mileage out of that, too. Yeah. What I wish, I wish Ron were playing that organ live, like oh, yeah. the 1930s <laughs> oh, yeah. radio drama. 
right? Winston-Salem, my friend. Dude! Yeah, and garages in Winston-Salem. Wow. That's Radio, home. Radio Free Europe, yeah. And uh, let's see. Yeah. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Was it a garage? Uh, what's the over under on that? Uh, <laughs> Ron is Ron is literally over under now. Does, Honestly, tripping, yeah. does tripping on your bong count as a bong <laughs> appearance? Yeah, it's definitely it's like one point five for sure. <laughs> well, anyway, the band's salad days were in uh, the Triad area in North Carolina, where I grew up. Before they moved, they moved to Athens. Gotcha. Mm. There you have it, folks. You heard it here first. Or worst. You heard it yeah. here worst. Ron, glad glad to see you're back with us. I'm presuming alive. Little little mishap with the uh, drink cooler. Yeah. <laughs> Blind in one eye, can't see out of the other. It's a thing we do here. Yeah, it's funny. Was... It's funny, Yeti. You're not, uh, it's not the first time we've ever asked if Ron is alive on a podcast. <laughs> it, yeah. There was one night I just disappeared. Yeah. Like pizza middle rolls. of recording, yeah. I went what to make that? pizza rolls and just pizza never rolls, came yeah, just gone. <laughs> yes. I want a soliloquy one day of the story that happened there. It was, <laughs> I just happened to take the brown acid, and I went to Ron. make the pizza rolls, and I just looked at the clock, and uh, the things yeah. that it said to me, I may never be able to allowed to reveal. <laughs> That's uh, one of my. No, it was it was actually way more simple. It was just, I think I'd taken some gummies, and then when I went up there, my wife was watching like Netflix or something. So I started watching whatever she was watching and ate the pizza rolls. And when they were done, I just went to bed. And then, you know, but, now I'm a fan of K drama. Uh, <laughs> next morning, I was like, "Oh shit! I was recording a podcast. I was producing that when I you have left." Four hours of dead air. It's yeah. beautiful. I still put the episodes out. They were you good. should see Ron after a nap. He came down. He looked like he just killed somebody. He was all disheveled. Like he just got done butchering somebody. This is the best I've seen Ron look. Mm. Like you look good, man. Like like Ron does look de- good. Yeah, you've de-aged a little bit. Thank Jeebus. That's all I've been hearing lately. I mean, thought I was the oldest one on here by a long shot, and then we fucking yeah. going here again with the age thing. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, but, but then you let a mean happen. You just win at him. Find out that Ron is thirty-seven years old. Yeah, where's Coley when I need her? Jesus, <laughs> yeah, so Coley's the oldest. What? Yeah, she, she's older yeah, than Ron. She's the newest addition, though, right? Like, no, I think Coley's been there for a bit. Yeah, with this, this whole crew all came in, uh, all with the rebrand. When did we rebrand? <laughs> rebrand? Yeah, first of the year was the original. Thing okay. in that January one, yeah, with the draft. I remember it being during football playoffs. Is that wow. accurate? Yes, that is. Yeah, because yeah. we recorded those first episodes in the end of December. So Andrew, they were they were January. trying to rival Lauer After Hours with the number of people you can fit into one <laughs> podcast window. I think uh, they figured it out faster that it needed to be whittled down. Um, <laughs> we fired yeah. some people. Well, wait, some of those NFL draft episodes, we bring in the guests. I mean, there's been like 12 people in here. It's been utter chaos. That's too many people. I think on the Izzy episode, the first, (laughs) or not the first Izzy episode of Lauer Lauer After Hours, but the one where he shared the story about his ex-husband passing away. um, I think there were 35 people. Now we weren't talking or asking questions on that one, so we were more just listening. But I think there were like 35 
people listening that's, in on the we're, we're not getting there, man. I'm just going to put my hands up right now. That's yeah, not we don't even have 35 listeners, let alone 35 people. On the <laughs> How many people did I have on the Chris Cody roast? I think that was like 12 or 13, 14 people. That one was a that one was an interesting one to wrangle. I say that probably has more lanes established though, where you're kind of running traffic and Brad did a really, really, really good job. Okay. At at at, at um, ushering that one around, and uh, man, Brad Brad Williams is good. He's so good. If you haven't checked him out, like like it just at like mm. uh like he ran he ran that episode so well. I wouldn't have been able to do it, so I'm glad I asked him to be our ringer. And uh, and run that roast, but uh, yeah, I am about ready to have to pretend like I'm going to go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I tell Andrew I'm going to bed, but then I'll find a reason to be up four hours from now. Yeti, well, your single greatest bus ride story? Can you throw that one out there before you go? Uh, single greatest <laughs> bus ride story. I, I had a near miss. I was not on the one that called on fire about a month and a half ago. I took I took a later bus that time. Um no the the um the the bus is pretty pretty boring except for we 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 share this on the Greg Cody show we had the uh the bus driver loves to give us a loves to give us a play by play um <laughs> he uh, he 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 just hold on mm, sorry I saw the word assless on my TV on my screen <laughs> I'm excited really there for distracted a minute. me it was yes. it was a comment on I still had my SoundCloud up and it was a comment from years ago when somebody was oh they 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 LMAO'd the fine song and I and I, somebody responded is it because you're now assless um, <laughs> man I'm glad I'm glad you cleared that up because I was a little confused when you brought up <laughs> no it was, yeah okay. the odds were three I, to I one that was an assless chaps reference assless yeah. chaps are I saved the mm-hmm. look googling those for Fridays only it's a Friday <laughs> Google um, yeah. but, um but yeah, no, he, uh, I, I, it, it, the, the worst time was when it was at the five, um, 15 in the morning bus I had to take. And the guy, um, we had that driver and he, Hey, now thank God it's Friday. And, and it, so we get started on this trip to downtown Atlanta, Georgia. Just feel free to have a little snooze while you cruise. And, uh, Hey, Hey, everybody. Nick Saban's about to lose. Them dogs is going to be. He always works in a UGA reference. Them dogs is oh. going to beat him. Saban, more like scared and or something. Something stupid like like. Oh. Oh, and he'll go off for what feels like ten minutes. It's really forty five to ninety seconds, but it feels like ten minutes. And I'm like, I should think this is great because I am usually all about someone just kind of being one hundred percent themselves. And, um, but that at five fifteen in the morning, man, that's right, too much. That's a whole lot. <laughs> and uh, you can calm it down, buddy, but, um, but just be sure to snooze while you cruise. Yeah, take about 20% off there, squirrely Dan. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Yeti, for being so gracious with your, with your time after a big win. I'm sure your victory tour is busy. You got tomorrow with the Cody's They're way, they're way good at this stuff too. hang in there. Uh, keep your local fan base revved up, and don't forget the little guys. I don't know who those are. You guys, yeah, what? Hi. Hi. Is that us? I'm the little I'm guy. I'm standing on your shoulders. Jesus Christ, Joey. He's got everyone ranked by height, so he already knows. 
Hey, thank Andrew for being here too. Thank you, Andrew. Hey, Are you leaving Andrew, too? You thank stay you forever. very much. And for we got 15 more tall. episodes to record, yes. Andrew. I'm excited for every one of them. And uh, <laughs> thanks for hey, having me, guys. This is a lot of fun. Yeah, did you guys give us a scoop? On. Did you guys give it this? Give us a scoop on the next Moss. No word yet. We don't know any more than you guys do. Chris, Chris actually talked about it on Cinephile because um, Adnan was like, "I'm bringing Cabby as my plus one." Hey, is there Moss even? And, uh, <laughs> and, and, uh, and Chris is like, "It hasn't been announced yet, but it hasn't been not announced yet." So until you have slides, it'll probably happen. It could push for from, Las Vegas. And this is from. Well, here, that's the funny thing. So I will say, after Moss and everybody was cleaning up, and I was still there hanging out with uh, with Yeti and you know Greg Cody and Chris Cody. Hildy came around and she was like unbelievably peppy for someone who had gone through Moss Weekend. It's Miami. There was nothing unbelievable about that pep. And she was like, (laughs) guys, give me give me ideas of where to take this because it doesn't always Moss doesn't always have to be in Miami. Where where we're gonna go? Where are we going? And immediately I was like, Moss Vegas. Let's do it. Definitely. That's yeah. I'll be there for sure. I mean, I would go. I, I mean, it's no parade, but I, I could probably make that. <laughs> Las Vegas would be dope. Yeah, so who knows? I, dangerous. I think a mean would die. Also <laughs> <laughs> true. We could certainly I, uh, test that out. Troy would I'll, be. I'll I, give him a run for his money, yeah. I already told him I want to see him and Troy go head to head because I think Troy sends him crawling out of the building. That's where my I mean, I, I've, I've made it this long. A mean will make it. No, so, uh, you know, I, I just barely got up the nerve to ask Chris if Moss was happening about two weeks ago. And he's like, nothing announced yet, but, you know, we'll see. So, I will also, yes, but it wasn't I will also say that Dan, when I spoke with Dan at Moss, he alluded to a next time where, you know, Yeti and I perform. Uh, so I don't have time. a look at me, Louie, on my board. He said, next time, it right now. he said, next time we won't have all of the things go wrong that went wrong for you. <laughs> so, yeah. Dan was really gracious about that, I will say. That was, that was, was cool. He was incredible. Very, very cool. I, I enjoyed how stressed Streeter was. Um, in fact, <laughs> he uh, insulted my girlfriend. I don't remember exactly what he said. He was so stressed. <laughs> he said, so, she said something like, you're so like high strung. He's like, you're high strung. It was hilarious. Oh, that's dog number two. Dogs. We have cashed the over on 1.5 dogs on this episode, everyone. Drink what up. I want to know is, do you count the ones that that are creepily like for the cat count, like? Waving their ass in front of Hashi's face, but it's kind of distorted because of his background. We yes. those count, but it's also we we count them only if someone references it because the, the listeners gotcha. can't see it because. So if we don't reference it, we just kind of let it that go. That sounded like Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that? Did? What did you guys Channeling like you Andrew? a little bit. AI me. Why did you guys AI me for that? <laughs> did draw some inspiration from you yes the a in andrew stands for ai incredible <laughs> y'all thanks for having us yeah absolutely hey, so many time yeah man. be well appreciate you guys don't be afraid to ask good to see you guys like, hey we hey you want to jump in i'll i'll uh, if i'm available i'm, I'm down so awesome Hell yeah. i'm remarkably lonely <laughs> okay <laughs>
<laughs> if you ever need anyone just to talk way too much and take over everything and pretend that he's running the show. Yeah, that's why I didn't have to do any prep. It was amazing. I was like, I'll we'll just, just let I, him talk. I'll just. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm definitely uh, I'm going to hop into uh, some Twitter spaces and talk college football with you. <laughs> <laughs> Who heard me arguing with somebody is what I want to know. It always pops up on my feed that you're talking about college football. I have no so he, fucking idea why. So the assumption why. is that it's all argument and nothing of... of oh, uh, it's not argument. Like, people no, like, no, I, <laughs> like to hear my opinions. But you did have an argument going into a space you Plus had no minus. idea of tonight. So Was it tonight? Well, didn't you say you had like an argument you wanted to go into a space? No, with? he just wanted to talk because we haven't done... We Andrew and I haven't oh. recorded no, I was bringing it up because Yeti, Yeti was like... Yeah, he told me in 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 message like he when I was messaging him, I was like, "Do you want to hop on a space?" And he's like, "I'm I'm doing their podcast right now." And they said, "Shouldn't you be arguing with somebody in a Twitter space right now?" And yeah, so that I was me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you started this slander, which has been I did. perpetuated. I did. Yeah. Anyway. Did you hear me arguing with? I'm I curious. sold everyone downriver. I sold yikes <laughs> out to you, and I sold you out to them about not knowing who any of one was. Uh, <laughs> guys, guys, like content. I didn't tell him who you were. There's I just seven sent the seconds. OCS. There's seven seconds left in this game, and it's a six point game, and the Vikings have the ball. We're oh. about to yeah, see what? something amazing. Kurt Cousins. Shut it's Kurt. Don't say that name. It's <laughs> Kurt Cousins. It's not he Kurt who Cousins. Shall not be named. COVID. Yikes! We have dominated this game again, and we're going to lose again because it's a primetime game. Are you an Eagles fan? <laughs> no, we're both Vikings fans. Oh, Minnesota! Yeah. Minnesota! Minnesota! You know I what that means? First- I will say that I almost took Kirk Cousins number one overall, just as <laughs> ultimate troll of all time in my fantasy league. Because I hate that fucker so much. <laughs> I mean, the Although joke could have been, been on you. Well, Troy has Kirk Cousins now that he, I realized he's doubting me. I was like, and he, beat, he beat Coley because of it last week. Yeah, well, Jeepers Creepers. Reasonable anyway. hatred. Here comes the play. This is the play. Well, they have time for two. I got seven seconds. There's two plays here. <laughs> There's seven seconds left. Pastor, the Mariners playing tonight? Seven no, seconds. Mariners left. are off They're, today. Okay, off today. Yep. Yes, I want to bring. Cousins in the drops ball. back. He's letting too much time off the clock. This is going to be one of those pitchback situations. He launches. So what? Your kid has ringworm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're doing this now. <laughs> that, that's low key my favorite part of the whole thing. Like, I, I, I get, like, like if I have to, that's a that's my favorite B side of that whole audio is I guess we're doing this now. <laughs> yes, we're doing this now. <laughs> All right, y'all have a wonderful night or whatever, right. or whatever. Corn Helder, do, do you have? Are you playing this off, playing this off keyboard, cat? Oh, we have a, a thank you for being, uh, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank oh, we you for do. Being you know what? Oh, wait, no, that's wait, yours, Hashi. Thank you for being a guest. Or do they? Wait. Y'all use it here, too, though, right? Didn't I hear it here on one it's, episode? It's for here, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's multiple versions. So, yeah, I can't believe I, I almost let that one go by. What a, that would have been an epic fail. So. Thank you for being a guest. Coming on a pod and shipping in. Yeti Blanc, 
and Andrew Streeter out of nowhere. Thank you guys for coming on. It was amazing. Uh, look forward to having you back anytime on the Outsider Social Club. And as we always say, and the show description says, thank you for being a guest. You're listening to the Outsider Social Club on the Half-Ass Podcast Network. Now you know that.